Hi there, and welcome to Conversations with Father Greg. In today's episode, we have a homily for Sunday, November 26th, 2023, in which we celebrate the last day of the Christian liturgical calendar, often referred to as the Reign of Christ. We'll begin our time together today with a reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Ezekiel wrote, For thus says the Lord God, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. As shepherds seek out their flocks when they are among their scattered sheep, so I will seek out my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places to which they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land. And I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, by the watercourses and in all the inhabited parts of the land. I will feed them with good pasture, and the mountain heights of Israel shall be their pasture. There they shall lie down in good grazing land, and they shall feed on rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak. But the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them with justice. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed. But the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them with justice. As for you, my flock, thus says the Lord God, I shall judge between sheep and sheep, between rams and goats. Is it not enough for you to feed on the good pasture, but you must tread down with your feet the rest of your pasture? When you drink of clear water, must you foul the rest with your feet? And must my sheep eat what you have trodden with your feet, and drink what you have fouled with your feet? Therefore thus says the Lord God to them, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. The Word of the Lord. Dear God, may only your truth be spoken, and only your truth be heard. Amen. Well, hi there, everyone. I don't know if I've ever told you a little story about a boy who was walking along the beach one day. He discovered that when the tide had gone out, it had left thousands of starfish stranded on the shore. His heart welled up with compassion, and he frantically began picking up the sea stars and flinging them into the water. This went on for quite some time when an elderly man happened upon the scene. The older gentleman approached the young boy, and, in a voice dripping with cynicism, he growled, Boy, I hope you know that you'll never save them all. You're wasting your time. The boy paused, looked at the man, bent down, picked up another starfish, and chucked it back into its realm. He then told the old man, I know I won't save them all, but I made a difference to that one. The old man grunted as he bent down, picked up a starfish, and followed the boy's lead. Today we celebrate the Feast of the Reign of Christ, or what was once known as Christ the King Sunday. It's the last Sunday in the liturgical year. It's no accident that the new liturgical year begins with the season of Advent, in which we watch and wait for the coming of Christ. Have you ever considered that the origins of some Christian feasts are more obvious than others? Christmas celebrates the birth of Jesus. At Easter, we celebrate Jesus' victory over death. 
Pentecost celebrates the arrival of God's Holy Spirit. But exactly what are we talking about when we celebrate this feast day? The prophet Ezekiel gives us our first glimpse of what we're really celebrating when we talk about the feast of the reign of Christ. Ezekiel wrote about 600 years before Jesus was born. He describes God gathering the people of Israel as though they were defenseless sheep scattered throughout the countryside. Once these lost sheep are gathered, God feeds them and nurtures them, taking care to bind up their wounds. Our reading from Ezekiel closes with God taking action against those who mistreated the weak and the defenseless. Our reading from Ezekiel provides an apt foreshadowing of our text from Matthew's Gospel. Over the last few Sundays, we've been working our way through the same little section of Matthew's Gospel. In each case, Matthew records Jesus using a parable or metaphor to describe something that he referred to as the kingdom of heaven. Two weeks ago, Jesus compared this kingdom to ten bridesmaids who were preparing for a wedding. Five were praised for their diligence and forethought, while five were criticized for being caught off guard and unprepared. Last week, we read a parable in which Jesus compared his disciples to those who had been given money to invest. Not everyone in the parable returned the same amount of profit on the investment. The only character to be criticized in that parable was the one who buried the money that he was given, rather than actively seeking ways to invest what he had been entrusted with. The emphasis of that parable seems to be more about effort than it does success. In today's reading from Matthew, we have the last of these parables about the kingdom of heaven. Jesus opens with an image that's reminiscent of Ezekiel's prophecy in which God separates people as a shepherd separated the sheep from the goats. We are told that the sheep are a metaphor for those who are merciful to those in need of the very basics of life. They are called blessed and are welcomed into this kingdom that Jesus is speaking about. This text is the quintessential go-to text for the social justice movement. It reminds us that the way that we treat the most vulnerable people in society has a lot to say about who we are and what we value. A few years ago, I was driving home from a friend's house. As I stopped at a traffic light, I noticed that the vehicle next to mine was a York Region police cruiser. Once the initial flush of panic passed, I noticed the motto emblazoned across the front end of the car. It read, Deeds Speak. It's short, sweet, and to the point. It's also profoundly theological and corresponds with the heart of what we've been reading from Matthew's Gospel over the last few weeks. You've often heard me refer to Jesus' summary of Mosaic Law found in Matthew chapter 22. Jesus distilled the entire faith into two commands, to love God with every fiber of our being and to love others as we love ourselves. This command is not simply theoretical. Jesus went on to tell these parables about being prepared and vigilant, investing all aspects of our lives, including our finances. And lastly, we have today's parable, in which Jesus talks about actively working to improve the lives of people who live on the margins of our society. When we consider these parables together, we begin to see that the faith Jesus was describing was not simply a statement of theoretical beliefs, 
Rather, he was describing something that had practical application in daily life. It's clear that the faith Jesus was describing was a verb, an action word, and not simply an abstract concept. These parables weren't simply about God's kingdom. Jesus was also describing the people who would be a part of that kingdom. Each of these three parables indicate that some will be rewarded and others will not. These teachings invite us to imagine the world and those around us in new ways. We are invited to see each person as made in the image of God and loved by God. As great as that vision might be, this is not simply a call to have a vivid imagination. Jesus' teaching is also a call to make that vision a reality, one person at a time. Let's pray. Shepherd of Israel, your power was revealed when you raised Christ from the dead and seated him in honor at your side. Grant that we may always give you thanks for your immeasurable love and show that gratitude in loving service to all our brothers and sisters. Through Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. <laughs>